0: Tyler Murray, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, all sitting out so far for OTAs, what it means for their teams, and what it means for you, the NFL fan. Oh, and we also have Baker Mayfield. Is he going to be on the move? Is he not? We'll talk about it. We'll break it all down on today's episode of Locked on NFL.
1: You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team
0: every day. What's going on, NFL fans? It is another episode of the Locked On NFL podcast. Thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget, we are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube as well, which is where we are live right now. So if you're catching us live, hello, hello, what's up? If you're catching us later, thank you so much for being here. First time listener, long time listener, we appreciate you very much. It's Tuesday, so you've got Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL on Twitter, daily host of the Locked On Vikings podcast, and myself. Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola, daily host of the Locked On Saints podcast. Today, we're talking about intensifying NFL offseason situations. We're going to talk about uh, Kyler Murray, the two wide receivers that have also been reported as holding out so far, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, and it will also break down what could happen and what might happen with Baker Mayfield. Luke, Kyler Murray holding out. There's Let's start with sort of the, the, the easy part here. Is this at all a surprise based on everything we've heard so far this
1: offseason? so no. everybody knew that this would happen. And kind of with all of these OTA holdouts that we're going to talk about today, and I think what's important to note also is that we are in the voluntary part. right. So these are not mandatory things, and somebody can um anybody can miss for any reason. They could have a friend's wedding to go to. So like whatever. But with Kyler Murray, it's obviously his contract situation. and the kind of crossroads the Cardinals are at with how they are going to navigate. And I guess make the decision ultimately, do we want Kyler Murray? Do we want to be a team that's trying to win a Super Bowl with Kyler Murray for the next five years? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the decision that you're making, like, practically, right? And then you can quibble over the the amounts and stuff. Um, but, like, practically, they're trying to decide, and I honestly don't know the answer to that. What kind of team do we want to be? Or do we, you know, trade Kyler Murray off, send him out to, I don't know, Carolina or something, and... Um, try to draft somebody in 2023. That's kind of the choices here. And honestly, I don't love either of those choices for them, but I don't know which one is better or worse. I wonder because of how close Cliff Kingsbury still is to the college game.
0: Remember, he didn't really leave the college game until just a few years ago. So some of these guys that are coming out in the next couple of seasons, he's familiar with. He's seen play, all of that. And so I wonder how much That has to do with sort of the hesitancy around the extension with Kyler Murray, because if you're giving me the option to be, you know, trying to win a Super Bowl with Kyler Murray over the course of the next five years, but then I really like this kid that I saw play that I really have high hopes for and he looks like he's going to be a first round pick and that he's doing well, then do I really want to seal my fate? on you know, May 24th before OTAs or as OTAs begin. Now, of course, Kyler Murray was one of those guys that he saw very closely in college and, of course, made that whole statement when Josh Rosen was on the roster that if I had the option with the first-round pick, I would take Kyler Murray over Josh Rosen and, therefore, either had to or did. I'm still not sure which one is actually more true than the other, but I just wonder how much his closeness to the college game ends up impacting uh, the way that he looks at like the future projection at quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Yeah, and and I think that closeness to the college game is going to make him like Kyler Murray, as much as he did when he drafted him. You know, mm-hmm. um, and and I don't know if it's necessarily a a thing about the Cardinals not liking Kyler Murray. I don't think right. this is a Josh Rosen is our guy situation where they mm-hmm. just like clearly are out are done with the dude and. They know he's not very good and they're just going to move on. I, I, I do think it's genuinely like this weird crossroads. And, you know, I, I, I'm i a Vikings fan, so I have this conversation a lot of like, well, you know, is good good enough or, you know, how do you go from good to great, that whole thing? And the Cardinals seem like they're sort of in that spot. I mean, listen to Alex Clancy on Lockdown Cardinals, who will just like rip him over this, um, that they're kind of, are they doomed to be the team that starts out hot and falls away? That's what they've always Mm -hmm. been with with Cliff and and Kyler Murray. And are they stuck being that? And if so, are you committing to that with the hope that maybe they can keep it together one of these times and make a run? Um, And, like, is that a wise thing to do? That's what this question comes down to more for me. Because ultimately, if you think Kyler Murray can win a Super Bowl, and I think we're overall a little too stingy about who we say can and can't win a Super Bowl. Sure. and I think Kyler Murray's, like, I, I would say that about, like, 15 quarterbacks. Like, sure. Um, and I think if you do have one of those 15 guys, just pay him. Like, just pay him. Like, that's, How hard that's is it to find one of those 15 guys? It's hard. Right. Like, there's so many Zach Wilsons in the world. Not to give mm-hmm. up on Zach Wilson prematurely or anything like that. but or, uh, Josh Rosen's. There's so many Josh Rosen's in the world that come out and they're like, this dude's like a top 15 quarterback prospect. And then they just kind of stink. It's hard mm-hmm. to play NFL quarterback, so when you find a guy that you can do it with, if you have a plan that you think can win a Super Bowl, do it. And the hesitancy on the Cardinals' part, I wonder if this is if if Cliff Kingsbury has changed his mind, or if the front office just doesn't agree with him, or whatever. Um, but make your call, man. It's OTAs. Yeah. It's time to get your leader in the locker room.
0: Yeah, that's such a big part of it, too, like when you're trying to build chemistry with everybody, get everybody caught up and up to speed in terms of what that system is going to look like next year. I think if you if you listen to Alex over at Lockdown Cardinals, that question about are they a team that's doomed to start fast but then not finish strong? He'll tell you that a lot of that has to do with Cliff Kingsbury, way more than it has Mm -hmm. to do with Kyler Murray, right? So you've already made a decision as a franchise to kind of marry yourself to Cliff Kingsbury for a little while. They gave Kingsbury and Steve Kime, the general manager, extensions this offseason. I think probably to protect yourself, like if they feel similarly in terms of maybe that's a Cliff problem as opposed to a Kyler problem, then you have to get that contract done. Can I put you on the spot for just a second, like real quick? No. Okay. Cool. Sounds great. I'm going to do it anyway, though. Um, okay. it, it's actually it's actually a pretty easy question to answer, I think. Okay. Would you take Kyler Murray over Kirk Cousins? Like, would talking about it from that Vikings perspective?
1: I would, but I'm a hater mm. of Kirk Cousins. So <laughs> it's an easy question for me. Yeah, I, see, I, I think for easy. people with a more neutral view, that would be harder. Mm-hmm. But give me... I. I really like the scheme that comes with Kyler Murray. I think the option zone read option stuff that they're doing in Arizona and the Cliff Kingsbury thing, like that is a perfect match. Mm -hmm. So it like Kyler Murray wouldn't fit in Minnesota as it is constructed now, but they would reconstruct themselves to be a team that I think I like more. Mm -hmm. So that's why I would do it. Um, but also, I think like if you just put it in like a neutral offense, have them both run like the most simple West Coast that they all know, I probably still take oh. Kyler Murray over Kirk Cousins just because sure. Murray's got the gamer gene and mm-hmm. and Kirk doesn't. That's that's where I'm at on that. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Um, we have some other holdouts to talk about. We got yeah. Debo. We got Terry McLaurin. We've got I shouldn't call them holdouts, but they're basically hold. I mean, they're not showing up to a thing that everybody pretty much shows up to by default, even though it's voluntary. Uh, we got Baker Mayfield. We'll talk about all that. But first, let me talk to you about your car. You gotta make sure you have everything you need in your car, especially from, like, a safety angle. If you blow a tire on the freeway, have a tire kit in there. And if you don't have one, go to Rock Auto to get one. Or if you're, like, a total black thumb and you're, like, one of those DIY people that loves working on your car, Rock Auto is the dopest resource out there. You can find, like, anything you can possibly want for, like, any car. Their catalog is insane. Just enter your make, year, and model, and you can find everything from, like, gaskets to carburetor to, like, anything. Um, but for regular people like you and me, there's still tire kits or, um, like jumper cables or other like supplies like that, that are really, really good to have in your car because you wouldn't, you you don't know how badly you're going to need that until you need it. So get on that, go to rockauto.com, whatever you buy there. Uh, you're going to save a little money because they are going straight to the manufacturer. They're skipping the brick and mortar auto shop or like the mechanics that'll upcharge you. Why spend 30, 50, a hundred percent more on car supplies when you can just go to RockAuto.com? And Hey, and how you heard about a section at checkout, make sure you let them know the lockdown sent you and get whatever you need. That is rock auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All right, everybody, we are continuing on with another episode
0: of Locked On NFL here on a Tuesday. Thank you very much for making us your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget to go and check out that Locked On Sports Today podcast hosted by Luke's very good friend, host of Locked On Packers, Peter Bukowski. Uh, making sure you're getting all of the news oh, came around friends. the sports all right. world. <laughs> get all the biggest stories around the sports world in less than 20 minutes. Go check it out on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast well we're friends but I'll tell you right now who's not friends Debo Samuel and the San Francisco 49ers potentially but at least we could say Debo Samuel and OTAs seems to be the same for Terry McLaurin as we mentioned these are voluntary OTAs you could probably miss these for just about any reason that you can imagine but the Debo Samuel one in particular right kind of feels like a precursor for a larger conversation as there's already been contract talk kind of like we talked about with Kyler Murray right
1: and and same with Terry McLaurin. And it's like mm-hmm. very not it's not it's very public that both of those are about their contracts. Yeah. Um and with Debo, I'm really struggling to understand what's going on. I, I need to listen to Brian at at Locked on Forty and Eric over there because I don't know what the hold up Forty Niners, y'all, dude. Get it is done. Debo. Like Get it Oh done. my God. Especially with their quarterback situation where they're right. a team behaving like they don't have the utmost faith in Trey Lance, right? You know, this, this time last offseason, the Kansas City Chiefs were dumping Alex Smith off to whoever would take them. Or this time during that right. transition with Patrick Mahomes, which is always going to be the, the comparison. Mm-hmm. They were dumping their old veteran to transition into the new guy because Mahomes was ready. Trey Lance isn't going into year two we are beginning to get concerned, and they are not. They're acting like they're just going to like sit on Jimmy G's contract. I don't know what's going on there, but if you're going to have a quarterback situation that's that murky, get a guy like Debo Samuel so you can run a damn offense and right. keep him in the building. You are not going to turn Debo Samuel into a second and a second-round pick and ten million dollars in cap space or whatever they would save, and turn that into something that makes the 49ers better than they would be with with Debo. I'm sorry, get, get yeah. do it. Just yeah, find a way.
0: Yeah, especially right away, right? Like, while this window was open for the San Francisco 49 to continue to contend with a roster that can operate and elevate its quarterback, whether you're going with Jimmy Garoppolo or you're going with Trey Lance, they have a roster right now with Debo Samuel in the building, if they can keep him in the building, and a defense that they, you know, the defense that they have, the run game that they have, Kyle Shanahan and his system, they have a team that can elevate its quarterback, right? It doesn't matter who the driver Mm -hmm. is, you can sit that driver in as long as they have a license they can move with that car. And that's what the San Francisco (laughs) 49ers have put around him, right? Like, you didn't need to go and get a high-performance car in order for him to be able to – I'm just going to keep going with this. with the high-performance car for him or anything like that, right, you're able to put the jalopy around him, right, or whatever. You you can end up having – you don't have a jalopy around him. You have the opportunity here to be able to elevate this quarterback. So you should be working to keep all of those weapons in the building. And the thing that's most interesting to me is that if the issue for Debo Samuel – and it seems it sounds like this is something that we we've talked about before. If if the issue for Debo Samuel is that there is a discrepancy in terms of how he wants to be utilized versus how he has been utilized, we watched his you know snaps from the backfield right, go up by wanna, about Yeah, like thirty percent or something. just want to take the percent inside
1: zone, mm-hmm. get blown up by a nose tackle kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Right, which is completely understandable, regardless of how much money you're getting paid. Talk to any running back mm-hmm. in the NFL. And I think that with that being the case If that's the role that made him money, though, that creates a little bit of a disconnect between what he wants and what the team wants. So can you find a way to get that production out of the backfield without it being Debo Samuel? And I think you've already answered that question as being yes. Like this is an offense in San Francisco that has been able to run the ball successfully without having Debo Samuel be the guy to do it. Right. Or to come out of the backfield or whatever. And then instead allow him to play a larger role. You look at the Super Bowl year. They had a phenomenal run game that was there. You didn't need Debo Samuel to do that. So I don't feel like adjusting his role is something that's really going to kind of like handicap the team at all or put the team in a bad situation, but not having him does. So what's sort of the, I don't want to call it the lesser of two evils because I think one is the evil, which is letting him walk. And the other is just a good decision, which is resigning him before these wide receiver contracts blow up as the, you know, TV contracts and the TV deals and all that stuff rolls in. Just makes sense to get this done. And I kind of feel the same way about Terry McLaurin, by the way. In Terry Washington. McLaurin's
1: even weirder. Yeah. Like, what do you have going for you, Washington? Where are you going? Where are you headed? you got Carson Why Wentz, Why would this man. not... Like, this should be... Like, give that dude $25 million a year. You yeah. have nothing. Like, yeah. what else are you spending it on? <laughs> like, the commanders I, are in such a bad... Like, the whole NFC East is weird, but I feel like the commanders are just floating through this, like, six-win space. Mm-hmm. Um, and it... I don't know. Maybe I'm being too hard on them. I just don't believe in Carson Wentz. But like, are, are you worried? Like, I don't know what the what what is holding the Commanders back from locking down the guy that is clearly, clearly, clearly the best player on their offense. Yeah. Right? Like, am yeah. I out of line saying that? Or is there some lineman I'm forgetting about? No, it's him.
0: It's him. It's absolutely him, especially from a skill position standpoint, right? I mean, the guys that make the big contracts and all that. Like, you take Terry McLaurin and you put him on any NFL team. He is either wide receiver number one or makes you think about moving your wide receiver number one because of how good yeah. Terry McLaurin is. Like, he changes your Is this your a offense. John Dotson thing? Like, It can't be. It cannot be. Jahan Dotson's a complimentary piece. A a really good one. A really, really good one. But he's a complimentary piece. I would say the same thing about Chris Olave in New Orleans. Right? Chris Olave is a great complimentary piece. But is he going to be your wide receiver one right off the bat? Probably not. And I don't think that Jahan Dotson's going to be that either. And it's certainly not going to be Curtis Samuel who can't stay on the field. So for me, it's Terry McLaurin. It's all Terry all the time.
1: The nickname Scary Terry. It's It's there for a reason. It's (laughs) like without... Terry McLaurin in the building if they mess this up it's just another chapter of darkness for the Washington Commanders mm-hmm. like they've been through so much it's like three oh, years goodness. ago they were picking second overall and it's it's at a certain I, I feel like I say this every week it's time for some of these teams to start trying to win a ring instead of just setting up to try later yeah Go be a team. Go compete. Go all in. Right. Go all in. Like I I don't even need all in. Just keep your damn players. I don't know. I'm (laughs) I'm grouchy. I'm mad at the commanders. Man, that's insane. Like at least, like, I don't know. The the. 49ers, at least you have this weird thing where it's like, well, if they lose Debo, and he didn't want to do the role anyways, and you have Kyle Shanahan, and this rookies, they've got this third-round dude, Danny Gray SMU, who's a big draft crush of mine that's turning heads. Like, at least you have, like, there's this way you can talk—I don't know how you talk yourselves into the commanders without—I don't know how you talk yourselves into the commanders at all, but take Terry McLaurin away from that, and you're going, like, what, are they tanking again? They just yeah. did that! They just right. did—like, the, 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 It's come on, it's— it's just like putrid, and I hate it's them.
0: It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Get ter- bad get ter- teams the contract. Man. Just pay everybody. <laughs> Not everybody, but like the guys just that we have talked everybody. about so far, pay them.
1: Just pay them. Pay good players. Get good players. Keep good players. If you ever find yourself going like, "Hmm, this good player, I think we should get rid of him," you've lost. You're lost <laughs> in the sauce. Um, speaking of teams who are lost in the sauce, let's let's go into the Browns oh. because they, boy howdy. They uh, didn't navigate this one well. Uh, first things first, though, let me tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar has so we've been talking about their Built Puffs for forever. The marshmallowy yeah. kind of Built Bar, best tasting protein bar on the planet, covered in 100% chocolate. Um, you know, tastes like a candy bar, but won't ruin your week like a candy bar. Knock you off the wagon like a candy bar will. Um, you know, low calorie, low sugar, low fat, chock full of protein, all that great stuff. And now they have a fluffy, airy, marshmallowy kind that is absolutely delicious. And now they have their brownie batter puffs. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. It's, th- this is, it's, we we stopped thinking about if we should. We only thought about if we could. <laughs> it's degenerate. It's beautiful. And it's totally guilt free. So right. head on over to built.com, use promo code live 15 to get 15% off of your order, that's promo code L O C K E D 15, all one word, at built.com. To get 15% off of your order, you can get all their original flavors and stuff too, but get some of that brownie batter puff while they got it. That is at built.com.
0: All right, everybody, we are wrapping up this episode of Locked on NFL. Thank you again if you are joining us live Monday night here on the show over at the Locked on NFL YouTube page, or if you're catching us later, first time, long time, however long you've been with the show. We appreciate you very much being here. Don't forget, we're here every Monday through Friday with our old band of rascals, rotating band of rascals here in terms of our host of the Locked on NFL podcast. So today, you get the rascals, Luke and I. And Luke, we want to talk a little bit about the (laughs) Cleveland Browns and this Weird Baker Mayfield situation, and I'm starting to get a hint here. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm getting a hint here that you might be a little little frickin' fricked when it comes
1: to <laughs> the Cleveland Browns. Don't use that Kirk Cousins language at me. You know what that means to me. <laughs> no, okay, Browns, y'all, look, it's it, it was an awkward situation with Deshaun Watson. Even after accounting for the off-field, it was still awkward because of the timing. And we're not going to have that conversation today about Deshaun Watson, but they really scrambled to trade for him with the Falcons and the Saints kind of looming and Carolina was in it for a bit. Like that mad scramble sort of happened and it had to happen when it happened and they couldn't get a Baker Mayfield deal done before that. So now their leverage completely evaporates and suddenly everybody knows they're trying to get rid of Baker Mayfield and nobody wants to, pony up for that obviously why would you so now the browns are stuck so albert breer in his monday morning quarterback said uh and i'll read it verbatim my understanding is cleveland's already offered to take on a good chunk of his 18.858 million in guaranteed money for this fall to facilitate a trade so now they're st- to take on money uh with like they're they're him a little right. bit, which is kind of funny because they originally were the benefactors of like the Osweiler Facts. trade. Yeah, but <laughs> it's how the mighty have fallen, um, <laughs> the mighty Browns. But the like, how did you let this get to this situation, man? And like, they can't they can't just cut him and eat that money. But they maybe they won't eat all of that money though because of the language in Baker Mayfield's contract, which I'll leave you to explain the the offset language thing.
0: Yeah, this is a really interesting piece, this offset language, that basically means that if the Cleveland Browns cut Baker Mayfield, don't trade him, they decide to cut him, they let him walk, they're still on the hook for whatever his next contract doesn't pay for of that 18-point-something million dollars. So let's say yeah. that you know, you've you got $18.5 million on there, and he takes a contract with a team like the uh, the the Seattle Seahawks for $6 million. Then the Cleveland Browns are still on the hook for $12.5 million of his salary. So he could very well walk away from the situation if released by the Cleveland mm-hmm. Browns and then go to the Seattle Seahawks and say, I'll take vet minimum. Don't worry about it. I'm going to get my check anyway. And then the Cleveland mm-hmm. Browns are in a bad situation. And screw the Browns the and now
1: you have all your cap space. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: And so it puts Cleveland in this. And, the, and, and let's be very clear. Let's be very clear. Cleveland screwed this up, okay? Cleveland screwed this, this entire situation They deserve situation every ounce up, of this. Every ounce of it. And that would put Cleveland in this, and they are now, in this sort of like rock and a hard place situation to where they don't want to pay to trade them, but they can't pay to cut them either. So there's no out for the Cleveland Browns except for taking on some of this money. And in that case, they could potentially end up finally getting them to, what, Seattle or Carolina, I guess, are the two places that make the most sense.
1: I guess, yeah, I could, I could think of something like, look, if you really wanted to be petty, if Baker Mayfield really, really wanted to be petty, if he got released after all of this, he could go right to Pittsburgh, he take could over go that Pittsburgh. starting job Ooh. and say, give me vet minimum. Cleveland can be paying Pittsburgh for its quarterback and then go beat, go play Cleveland twice if you Ooh. really wanted to be petty about it. And um, I think he does. I, do think like, he I... <laughs> would. I, I would. I, I, I sure. would. Yeah hundred percent play hurt for two years and then go get ousted because of a sex pest like come on like right oh that's it that's it's it's rough in 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 cleveland but basically you now have this situation where you're trying to to suss out like okay what would his market be right would Mm -hmm. seattle or carolina pay him six million or ten million or whatever because if so then i'll just take on that six million as part of the trade and can I get mm-hmm. you to give me a fourth round draft pick and do that? And now you're trying to, right. like, this is how much you're you're just trying to nickel and dime so you can get anything for the Baker Mayfield situation. Yeah. Um, y- yeah, it's, it's, there's no good way out of this for Cleveland and they totally deserve this. And by the way, Baker Mayfield's not showing up to OTAs because like, why?
0: Why would you, right? I, unless, like, why would you? Right?
1: I, unless you want to be petty and go learn the playbook <laughs> and then give it to Pittsburgh.
0: that's one way to do it that's one way to do it so it it, it, there's really no good ending in this situation for cleveland but there are some good endings here for baker mayfield right like baker could walk into a starting role in 2022 if he finds his way out or wherever it is that he's headed so if we look at like okay let's say he goes to seattle He's then in a division amongst Matt Stafford, Kyler Murray himself, and then Trey Lance. I think that's probably the the way that I would rank them. Even if you put Jimmy Garoppolo there, I don't know. Would you take Jimmy Garoppolo over Baker Mayfield, or do you go? Big? I kind of like Baker's play more. They're than all more Kirk Jimmy Cousins's. Garoppolo's. They're all Kirk
1: Cousins's. There's like yeah, there's like six that. Kirk Cousins's. Everybody agrees on this. There's, there's Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Baker Mayfield. They're all Kirk Cousins. There you go. Everybody, nobody disagrees.
0: There you go. Uh, and then, if he were to go to the Carolina Panthers, he's in an NFC South division. Tom Brady, I would say Jameis Winston, and then Baker Mayfield, but that might be homerish of me. I don't know. And then Marcus Mariota slash Desmond Ritter down at the bottom uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. So, I think mm-hmm. in either case, he's the third best, maybe the second best quarterback. In any of those divisions, depending upon how you feel about Jameis Winston, I know how volatile that conversation can be. But so I, I, I feel like in any case, he ends up with either one of those teams, and he ends up in a situation to where he can like help make the team a little bit better. But it all gets him away from Cleveland, which I think is probably the most important part at this point.
1: One, one little parting shot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> parting you know who could shot. sneaky use this? Who? You know who could sneaky use this? Detroit. Detroit needs a quarterback that can play football.
0: That's such a good and
1: one. And Baker Mayfield, say what you will about him, he can play football. Like He's he can. a starting quarterback, and I don't know if you would say that about Jared Goff at this stage I in wouldn't. his career. And look— Oh, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, and Baker Mayfield are the same people, and then right. the Bears live in hell. Like, you would be, you <laughs> could be arguably the second best if you liked Baker over Kirk. I don't think I do, but at the same time, they're all Kirk Cousinses, so who cares?
0: Sure. I, I love that, too, because then you're also putting him in a situation to where he's got, you know, DK Metcalf, he's got Amon Ross St. Brown midseason. He gets. Uh, Jameson Williams like that's not a bad setup for for old Baker either and he gets one
1: of the best lines in the league best offense, of the best lines in the league oh, there and, and a coach you love yeah like yeah. that would make me feel like maybe the Lions have something cooking here but right now they have a pit of despair at quarterback for the 66th year in a row right um, I feel like they could sneaky use this but also Brad Holmes in love with Jared Goff so I don't think they will I think it's just another opportunity <sighs> they are gonna pass up like idiots
0: oh Detroit get it together
1: Detroit, Washington, Cleveland, you're idiots. Do
0: better. <laughs> That's how we surmise today's <laughs> episode of Locked
1: on NFL. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for listening to Locked on NFL, everybody. Tony and James have you tomorrow. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll we'll see whatever they have to, to talk about, obviously, as OTAs go on. We're going to have news start to pour out of there, agents talking to, to people. There's going to be, could be injury news and stuff, so... Well, we'll keep you guys all posted here on the Lockdown NFL Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.